But no one's ever going to question your diarrhea because I'm not going to be like, bro, tell me more about your diarrhea. You just go, okay, you could come into work a little later because you have diarrhea. Just wipe. Bro, 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 bro. Hey, roaches. I'm Toddy Tondera, and welcome to my audio thrifting diary. I scour through secondhand items searching for vibrant vintage, useful unusuals, big budget bangers, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, and good garbage. Each week, we curate a thrift haul, dive into the details, and record an episode based on our findings. I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? Hello to all the crazy fans of Thrifty Podcast, secondhand shopping for worm people. I'm your host, Toddy. We have a crazy episode planned for today. But first and foremost, I just wanted to say thank you to everybody who voted for Thrifty in City Paper's Best of 2020 for the city of Pittsburgh. Now, when you're hearing this, I got to think... I already know if I placed at all, let alone won or lost. So when you hear this, this is me from the past. I don't know. I have no idea what's going on right now. But um, when this is released, I will know. So thank you to everybody who did uh, take the opportunity to vote for Thrifty. I completely appreciate it. And um, if I didn't place, same thank you. And if I won, same thank you. So it's all good. But I am joined by fourth under god shane becker today how d toddy we have spent the uh whole ass day together eight hours as of right now probably three more after this and um a lot has happened we had lunch we had layla over mm-hmm Layla did a, a little bit of Depop with us. What are we talking about today? Yeah, thank you, Layla. Uh, Layla Layla hasn't been on the show since, like, December, but Layla did our uh, the, thrift, the old thrifty t-shirt design with the foot on it, the lime green t-shirt. Also is dressed up as, as several different animals and goblins at different thrifty events, but um, haven't had the opportunity to really have many of those because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But we have had the opportunity to have many conversations, Shane. Mm-hmm. We had a conversation today. Online. And our feelings have been hurt, folks. Our, some of our feelings have been hurt. Um, I have I have seen some empowerment coming from Shane as of recently where There's he is just fighting <sighs> back. He is fighting back. I'm so <laughs> sick. This whole day we're going to chart pretty much our entire year of being a business online. Yeah. And how, like, kind of mean people are. And um, a few weeks ago, I just had enough. And you have had enough. And I've been enc- encouraging this Shane empowerment for a while. But Shane is a, a very nice guy. Well, so what he, had happened, I'll just explain yeah. just for the viewers. What had happened was we sold a shirt or a sweatshirt, right? And it sold to some guy in Hawaii. 
And first of all, it's Hawaii. That's far away. It's over an ocean. Also, we're going through like a defunding of the fucking uh, Post mailing office. system. USPS. And so we shipped this out three, four weeks ago, right? Still hasn't gotten there, folks. So buy some stamps. Yeah. Um, but it's been just sitting in San Francisco since like August 15th. And it, this guy was like, what's, what's up? Still haven't gotten it. And what the terrible thing about that was, and it's not the fact that that guy had said, you know, where is my package? Because that's a very valid yeah. thing to ask, especially after it's been out for a, a number of weeks. But my part of that, my, my, the, the reason why I originally was like, oh, come on is because when he had purchased it, he went through the Depop application, yeah. and it was a sweatshirt, and immediately he's like, when is it going to get there? When's ha- and you're like, I'm going to give you the tracking number tomorrow when I get it out. Yeah. I can't ship this at 10 p.m. at night. So the tomorrow that Shane is speaking of, I took it to the post office, I got the USPS tracking number, gave him the tracking number, and then told him how to use it twice. And then he was like, well, still, when's it going to be here? And then weeks later, he was like, I still didn't get it. And you gave him the tracking number again. You I, typed it out in the chat. Yeah. And then a week later, he put, still hasn't arrived with an ellipses. And I see this at 8.18 p.m. And I'm like, not today, Paul. His name's Paul, by the way. Yeah. And essentially, I'm like, dude, we gave you the check, the tracking number now three times. You absolutely can see what's happening. Pretty much called him a, a bitch. Yeah. Pretty much said, get the fuck out of here, Paul. And then he replies with, I'm sorry, I didn't mean for you to take it the wrong way. I realize I shouldn't be blaming you guys for delaying shipping. I understand. And immediately I'm like, oh, I'm a fucking dick. Yeah, then you felt really bad and said, wow, he felt bad about that. And I don't think, again, I think there was nothing wrong with him saying that he still did not get that package. What upset me about that particular... Is he just didn't check the tracking? Is he just consistently he bought the thing and immediately it was like when is it going to get here and i'm like brother i will tell you when it's going to get here as soon as i know and then i informed him twice how to how to figure it out and that well, that was well that was but just, that's the one time we've stood up for ourselves every other time it is today we're just kneeling down for someone and that's what you're going to hear about today so each of us has two items to talk about and two stories they're connected to. So four stories in general of what we do online. And sometimes it's not always easy, whether we sell through Instagram, eBay, Depop, or anything like that. But we're going to tell you some strange online stories attached to some of our items. And we're going to do that in our first segment, Something You've Never Seen Before. Something you and for new listeners to the show, something you've never seen before, we put together a curated thrift haul for the episode. We talk about it and then we ask each other multiple choice questions about our items. But we're going to rewind all the way back to be the beginning of Brick Body Kids. July 31st, 2019, Brick Body Kids became a business where Shane and I 
sell vintage clothing and also uh, alternative clothing. And, and as of recently, we've been even selling some cassettes. So we've had a business and it's been showcased on Thrifty. And day one of the business through Instagram, and we were hit up by a gentleman by the name of Collect Shirt. And boy, do he collect shirt. Collect Shirt, at Collect Shirt on Instagram, and his whole bio is Collect Shirt. Um, He has seven pictures on his Instagram account, and they are, yes, of Mickey Mouse-type clothing. Um, seven pictures in general and these pictures have not been updated since the day that I had originally talked to him but here here's our conversation from day one we had posted a Def Leppard shirt with a Miami Mice vintage shirt and we sold it it was like a it was sold thanks for buying it yeah it was a it was a sold so our convert the the first thing he had said this is his first reply it says Mickey Mouse, how much, brother? And then I said, are you talking about the Miami Mice shirt? That's a we sold it post. He responds, six crying emojis, very beautiful. <laughs> then I say, "Just to, I get just to keep the conversation going, probably one of my fave ones we've had for sure. I think I, if it, it's a, is it all in lowercase letters? Yeah. I wrote that. Okay. And then he this responds, is a joint <laughs> and then he responds, I need very much. We respond, are you looking for Mickey Mouse stuff specifically? He responds, you do have another vintage 1970-1980 on the store? We respond, yeah. I have an 80s red sleeve white body Walt Disneyland shirt. We, we take the picture of the shirt. How much, brother? He loves calling you brother. Um, I won't talk about price in here, uh, but I did say the price, and then I said, depends on where it's shipped, of course. And he he responds, show me a tag shirt, please. I say, I don't have one. <laughs> he said, size, question mark. I said, tagged large, fits pretty true, super thin. And then he gives us his address. Which I look up and am promptly directed to what looks just like a warehouse in California. So it is a uh, address that he wants us to ship this to, but it is in fact a warehouse in California. So he does that, and then um, he pays for it, and he says, "Thank you very much, brother. If you can ship, send tracking number to me three prayer hands." And we uh, did do that, and I had said, um, "I'm heading out to the post office." He then. For saying that, for me telling him that I am heading out to the post office, he starts beginning to punish me (laughs) for speaking to him. And when I say punish me for speaking to him, he responds, you're welcome, brother. And then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten pictures he sent me. And inside those ten pictures are probably a hundred shirts. And then he said, sample my collection shirt, me, brother. (laughs) And I said, hell yeah, those are sick. And he said, sometimes if you have another shirt sample picture, my collection, you send photos to me, I will pay now. And I said, Toddy here, sick collection, happy to be of service, leaving in like 10 to drop your shirt off at the post office. Collect shirt responds with one, two, three. (laughs) Four, five, six, seven, eight, 
nine, ten more pictures. And in these pictures, I would say are over a hundred t-shirts, mostly beach wear. Some have nipples, from what I remember. Some are boob pics. Um, so some of these vintage t-shirts are a big breasts with nipples on the t-shirts. And then um, he he goes from there, and then he sends one, two, three, four more pictures of the same kind of content with a ton of shirts, and then says thank you. Um, so update on that. So that was one conversation. The conversation that was also kind of interesting to us, Collect Shirt takes a screen cap of our Instagram front page, and it's a Miami Mice t-shirt. The same one he first started off with that we said it sold. Who are you selling to? This shirt, I will go buy to him, he says. I said, it's already shipped out. He says, requested name Instagram purchased from you. I say, I don't think I'd be coming out. Get, I don't think I'd be comfortable giving out customer information, but we did post about it on our story. I'm sorry. He says, I want to ask him if he wants to sell or not. I don't have bad intentions for him. I need a shirt very much. Three hearts. If him wants to sell, I can pay $100. And at that point, like, like fuck, we just sold this for 35 So, yeah. So, sidebar with that. When he had said that he would pay $100 for the shirt, the shirt was not worth $100. But at that point, I had hit up the person who had purchased the shirt from us to tell her that there was a man looking to buy the shirt for $100. And I told her, hey. Go make your money, dog. Go make your money back because you could probably buy the shirt we sold you and another one to do this. But I'm not going to give out her information to him. So I told her. And then so I tried to change the subject because I hit her up and she's like, no, nah, I'm not doing it. And then... um this is where I made a crucial mistake in our conversation. I had said, um, you want Olympics merchandise? He said, you have? I said, we have three items, I believe. Let me take some pictures for you. And then, <laughs> boy, he, oh said, and then he said, okay, I will wait, brother. I respond with two pictures with four shirts um, three of the four have to the, th this is a year later, of course, three of the four have sold already. One of the jackets I sent him have not, did not sell. And we're going to be talking about that in a second to tie this around to what we actually do. So I sent him two pictures, four items of clothing in those two pictures. And then he responds, I like a 1970, 1980 brother. Note that you sent him like four things one was a shirt from 96 one was 92 yeah one was 94 and i think one other one was just like a epcot shirt so basically these are too new because these are from the them. 90s and then i say cool yeah these are much newer but i thought it, but i thought i'd throw a few your way just to see before we post them proper he then responds with another punishing crucial wall of pictures wall picture wall of one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen whole pictures worth of t-shirts gotta again. be like 150 shirts and then goes sample a shirt olympic vintage 1980 brother 
So what we have decided about Collect Shirt is, first off, he says brother, I guess, more than I do. And he really do be collecting shirt. If we show him a picture that he does not he that he does not like or care about or care about he will make sure that he will send us 13 whole pictures of nearly 200 shirts which by the way aren't his shirts we are shipping where we shipped this shirt was to a warehouse in california he is not from there (laughs) (laughs) because the paypal transaction was not an english name yeah, so that was uh, collect. Not saying that they couldn't, but it definitely got shipped to probably Malaysia. Yes, and so that was collect shirt. That was day one of operation, July thirty uh, first, two thousand nineteen. We haven't had any updates, but I had mentioned in that that uh, one of those jackets that we had showed him was an Olympic jacket from the nineteen nineties, and so that's what we're going to talk about as part of our curated thrift haul today. Now, what I'm looking at here is a 1992 Olympics blue jacket. It's gear brand, tagged large. Um, It's really cool. And what I uh, liked about this jacket, it's out of the bottle blue, which is kind of up there in my favorites in blues. And blues and purples and like maybe even throw some limes in there. That's kind of the toddy color palette. And this is on the toddy color palette, but unfortunately just a bit too big for my bones. Just a pile of bones. So um, so that's in front of us, and that will be, if you follow at Thrifty Podcast on Instagram, you will see that as, as part of the, uh, the episode cover art and pictures. So my first Thrifty Trivia Trivia question for you today. Hopping right into it. Hopping right into it today. Um, it is about those Olympics. It's about those Olympics. How many nations sent athletes to complete to compete in the 1992 Summer Games? How many nations sent athletes to compete in the 1992 Summer Games? Can I do the thing where I just guess a number right off the bat for fun? Sure, and I won't say yes or no. 84. Okay. The choices are A, 52, B, 75, C, 112, or D, none of these, none of the above. How many nations sent athletes to compete in the 1992 Summer Games? A, 52, B, 75, C, 112, D, none of the above. (sighs) I don't think you're going to D me on this, Toddy. If you would, if you were to go out here and do a none of the above on me for this kind of question, that's like cold-hearted. Yeah, you think so? Because it's like such a specific number. Sure. That's and there's and the every there's how many numbers in the entire world? An infinite amount. But I think just in general, we just heard like that's outside for sure. We thought brother was yelling in the shop, but he's not. He still could be, but I don't know if that's particularly <laughs> him. <laughs> but back to the question, I think you're too nice of a person to deem me on this. Okay. Um, my heart is telling me C. Was so it one twelve. So it's A fifty two, B seventy five, C one twelve, or yeah. yeah, or D. But my mind is telling me seventy five because it's close to the eighty four mark. And that's I what know you there's like two hundred and eighteen countries in the world, but I don't think 
that many compete in the games, obviously. Half of that seems interesting, but around 35% seems just about right. So I'm going to say B, 75. And if it's probably C, as folks and fans of Shane Becker know, uh, we get real sad if it's the one we say first and it's not. All right, so my answer is B, 75. Cool. Okay. Well, how many nations sent athletes to compete in the 1992 Summer Games? And that question is brought to you by the 1992 Olympics Blue Jacket as a part of the Thrift Hall. Is it A, 52, B, 75, C, 112, or D, none of the above? You said B, 75. The correct answer pretty cold-hearted it's d that's fucked up toddy i'm genuinely mad that's That's fucked up yeah no that's fucked up and you want to know the answer is it 84 169 it's still fucked up so it wasn't even close to any of these it's still fucked up the well sure i can agree with that but the reason why i shot so low is because i was like well these are very low numbers so he's either going to think it's a low number, but if he thinks it's a higher number, he's going to know it's a D. So that's so why So you I did were that. like, "Oh, if it's over this, you can just guess this." My brain doesn't function like that, I don't think. So, as we know, the points that we collect in Act 1 are fucked up because Toddy's just mean and bullying me. Are going to be used as a total, and whoever has the most points at the end of the episode uh, we'll win the episode. So Shane has the opportunity to get two first-round points here for two questions. The first one, Zipskis. I like how we start off the bullying episode by you bullying me in Thrifty Thrifty Trivia. Z- uh, zero skis. Let's just get back into bullying. So, um, so we are going to continue our conversation on interactions we've had with people online attempting to buy clothes from us so so far we have collect shirt now shane has a couple interesting stories too and we'll have a a couple i'm not going to say the usernames of these people sure just because hey it's ebay and stuff yeah uh nah fuck it maybe we will um we have a little bit longer one it's my longer of my two Mm -hmm. ebay interaction over a coat and you know this coat well we've posted it on thrifty we've hosted on brick buddy kids we don't have it anymore because I thought it was cursed after this conversation. It was cursed. It was a tiny little, um, specifically a tiny little uh, F.W. Fisher wool tweed coat. Yep. So just whatever. A coat. Yeah, it was like a frayed at the bottom sort of dress coat kind of deal. It could have been, in my opinion, it was adult extra small or small. Like women's extra small. According to this person, they didn't want to believe that. Mm. Uh, See, this one this one is definitely mean-hearted. Yeah. Yeah. Like just absolutely coming for me, yeah. bullying me. And we get a this is just a regular old eBay message at uh 10:59. What's the date of this? August 27th. So a couple of weeks ago. Oh, okay. So this is okay. Yeah. August 27th seems a little early for this. This probably happened way or August 2nd, I'm sorry. Yeah. For some other... Oh, it ends on August 27th. August 2nd, so 6 So it 6 starts PM. August 2nd. It lasted... No, the listing... Yes. I was reading the wrong date. So August 2nd, this started. Yep, August yep. 6th, 6, 6 p.m. on a... I think it was a Tuesday. So August 6th. Yep. Okay. And it says, from the user... 
When you say it's a very small woman, do you mean a woman who is the size of a child? Perhaps 80 pounds. Or do you mean a petite woman who is an adult? Maybe a U.S. size 2 or 4. Fine, we're starting off okay. And the issue with this item was it didn't have a traditional size tag. It just had a manufacturing tag. And I will say this, after I did have this conversation, it did have a 2 written on it. Mm-hmm. So, hey, might have been an old size 2. And we're also not claiming we're 100% uh, Oh, in the right? No. No, we're not saying that we're 100% right because there is, we did, yeah, some backtracking because we kind of t- took a look yeah. at the item. So we're not saying that we are absolutely 100% right, but we are saying and how we conducted ourselves is and this is not. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> For what we're sure. saying. And so on the listing, most of our, if not all now, our listings have measurements on them. Mm-hmm. So I said, hey, there's measurements. We put them on the listing. My exact message was uh, I pretty much just said there is no size, size tag, unfortunately. The tag in the listing is the only one we could find. The size description is based off of the measurements, which are also in the description. I do not understand your question fully. Sorry about that. So pretty much I was like, there's the sizing in the mesh in the description yeah what else do you want from me sure uh i get the very friendly response of hi seller is this coat for women or children because it's marked as an adult coat thank you and so i'm like okay i gotta figure out the fuck a size two is now and i mean i just don't know it because i don't you know yeah buy clothing that size and i look at my measurements and i see the chest sizes or the we do armpit to armpit size as a, a specific thing. Across, yeah. So I go on to just the website and I respond back. I said, I just looked at the measurements of women's jackets on this website, listing the website. And I say, it says the size of the bust for a size two is normally around 32 to 33 inches. The item in question would have a 30 inch bust. So it would fit slightly smaller than a two is my guess. I'm trying as hard as I can to help you, so please excuse my ig- my <laughs> ignorance on this topic. He said, I'm trying so hard <laughs> to help Dude, you. Dude, I literally flipped the, like, the customer service switch to 11 here, and I was like, I'm just going to be nice because I don't know what the fuck is going on. So I'm going to yeah. try my hardest just to not fuck this up. Sure. Uh, reasonable. Reasonable. A reasonable. Very fine. Reasonable. Right? Just fine. Yeah. The last message we get, because I was too anxious to, under- to even reply at this point, was... No worries. I guess no worries in reply to me Whatever. not knowing exactly. Yeah. But I thought I gave her enough information. It says no worries. But I don't wa- what I don't want to do is purchase a coat that says it's for an adult, but it only fits around my ankle, or I have to give it to my niece who is three years old. Wow. Wow. And at that point, I'm like, is your ankle 30 inches around? Because, I didn't say that. But so the measurements are in the listing. So another story of us pretty much giving someone information and them just flipping it. And, and them just hating it. Hating the stuff that we say. Just hating Just the hating us for who we are. Yeah. Uh, I didn't respond. Ever, uh, I don't believe, right? And I think the very next day was a Wednesday, which is when we come in and do listings. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, we got to get rid of this coat. We I don't even know if it's a it. women's. Adult yeah. size, I don't know if it's child size. Which is why it was a fair inquiry about the yeah. piece listed. But we had the measurements, we had everything. And then 
pretty much, yeah, came at you angry and, and, <laughs> and mentioned a three-year-old niece. And an ankle. And an ankle. And so, I guess, rounding that to the item. Yeah. It was a uh, 70s F.W. Fisher Designs wool coat. Yeah. Uh, it looked like something that someone in The Shining would wear. Like the two little twins in The Shining. That's very fair. Uh, it was a spooky coat. It was definitely for a ghost, like you said. It looked like, and we'll post pictures of it too, it looked like something a ghost would be caught wearing. Like a good, like... Spooky... Out in the back, stab him in the neck sort of ghost. Yeah. With the dress on. Yeah. Or just the hu- like the standing in the corner quietly ghost. Yeah. yeah. But in my opinion... I think the dress was a adult extra small. So it's going to be for an extra small ghost. I think we share that opinion. And that ghost, you got to think, knows the size of what they wear. Yeah, because they're wearing it. <laughs> but uh, my That's po- what we should have put in the listing. Uh, coat for a ghost. Coat for a ghost. A very tiny ghost that stands in the corner and says, what's up every so often? That would be so crazy if we put coat for a ghost and a ghost replied and it didn't have like a user picture and it was just a bunch of scribbly letters as a username and then said ghost shit to us. Hell yeah. That'd be sick. (laughs) Ghost shit. Yeah. Uh, Ghost shit and coat for a ghost, two very good two-piece band names. Yeah. Coat for a ghost, I would bop. Let's think about that. Yeah, that could be cool. We'll put that on the back burner. Yeah, think about that. I'll note that in the... I'll note that in the timestamps. <laughs> I'll note that in the timestamps. Heard. Uh, but since we were talking about the measurements so much of this coat, what were the measurements of the wool coat that the eBay user inquired about? What were the measurements to the coat that the eBay mean person inquired about? What were the measurements of the F.W. Fisher wool coat? Gotcha. A, 25 inches long and 15 inches pit to pit. 25 by 15. Okay. I'm sorry, 25 inches long by 16 inches pit to pit. 16. I apologize. B, 23 and a half inches long by 15.5 inches pit to pit. Uh huh. C, 24.5 inches long by 15 inches pit to pit. Mm-hmm. Or D, none of the above. Okay. What were the measurements of what the, were the measurements coat that of I the got code for about? a ghost that we got yelled at? A, 25 by 16. B, 23 and a half by 15 and a half, or C, 24.5 by 15, or D, none of them, none of the above. Is that correct? Yep. Okay. So let's start with that first number, 25. So A is 25, B is 23, C is 24. Um, so that's going to be the length, what the length was. So it's either going to be one of those. I'm not paying attention to the second number because I feel like if I get the first number right, it won't matter. Um. I'm really feeling the 23.5 because it was a little different. I'm going to back off the 25 by 16, which is A. So I think it's either B or C. B, again, was 23.5 by 15.5, and C was 24.5 by 15. I don't think a D is going to come this early, and it was a small coat. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say that coat in conversation was B, 23.5 by 15.5. And before I give the answer, you know what the best part of this is? What? Is you could have figured out the answer by the information I was talking about when I was talking about the measurements before. Yeah. Because I said the thirty. Coat, I said the coat had a 30-inch bust. You did, but How I thought that was hyperbole. No. I just thought you were saying it's, a bi- it's big. No. Yeah. 
how you get a thirty five a thirty inch bust. Yeah. From the pit to pit measurement, is the bust size divided by two. So you just multiply the pit to pit by two. Sure. The answer is C, twenty four and a half by fifteen inches pit to pit. Twenty four and a half by fifteen inches across. And now looking at that and knowing how big a coat is size two, I think it just confirms that it's just an extra small. A yeah. lot of a lot of coats we find are around like the twenty three to twenty eight inch long. But the, the properties of this, the, the, the value of the information they were sharing with us was basically, in a nutshell, the bullet points being, this coat is too small for me. And I don't going, know if it is or not. And us going, it could possibly be too small for you, yes, but the measurements are there. So if those are your measurements, then it is not too small for you. And then the response was... I don't care about what you said. Yeah. This is going to fit nothing. And we're going, it may very well fit nothing, but it is unfortunately the size of the item for sale. So basically they couldn't fit in it and they bullied us. They were just mad about it. So, and I'm mad about it because I didn't get any points, but I did remember you said 30 bus, but I thought that was hyperbole. So that was, that was it. So nothing. Um, but you have yet another eBay story and for the opportunity for me to get another point, when this is the end. This so, one's a little bit shorter. Yeah. Well, um, um, I hope at least that I have some opportunity to get one point before we do enter into Act 2, and this will be my last chance. But what one is this? What's eBay story is this? very competitive, folks. Mm-hmm. This one I received, uh, we were working one day, and we just got a message at the bins. Mm-hmm. Remember, we were at Heidelberg Bins. Yeah. And it was from a user named Richard1958. And we were at work during this. (laughs) We were at the bins. We were at work doing this. The item in question is a 90s reverse weave Penn State sweatshirt champion brand. And that was like the weirdest way to say that. But champion reverse weave sweatshirts from the 90s are a little more sought after because they're a little more heavyweight, durable, yada, 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 yada. So we had the champion Penn State up for what, 35 Plus shipping, like thirty-two, something like that. Like the thirty-dollar range, they normally go for about fifty. So we're like, "Hey, here's a Penn State sweatshirt. Do whatever you want with it." We get a message from Richard, nineteen fifty-eight, saying, "Hello, I am on unemployment and social security. This is all. Twelve dollars is all I have right now. Is that what you would take for your used shirt?" So, first that, of all, and, yeah, that used might not shirt. seem like it's weighted, but the reason why that is weighted used is because shirt. we are in a vintage clothes business. So, it's going to be used. It's going to be used or dead stock. So, most certainly, probably. So, used. repeating it to us is just sad. Yeah. Don't do that. We know what we're doing here. Uh, I respond with, t- sorry, $12 isn't gonna work for us the lowest we'd go right now because it was posted the day before yeah is 28.99 and then he says okay sorry that is all have i right now for the used shirt please let me know if you will ever take this for your used shirt so he triple you shirted me he used shirted you to death and i also want to say that twelve dollars total 
for a swatch. It's twelve dollars shipped. He's asking. Yeah, for. he's asking for twelve dollars shipped for a heavy sweatshirt. That's gonna cost nine to ship, if not more than nine. So we were looking at basically. He was basically asking for a free item. Um, now he's he's paying for it, but I'm saying on our end of the spectrum. There can't would, be doing that, Richard. Yeah, if you have a business, you can't give out things. Unfortunately, especially if like you're that. on social security. If you do have, unfortunately, yeah, there's some issues th- with that. Um, but if if the reason why I think particularly it was weird is because I don't know that I believe any of it anyway, and I think it was just to see if we could. It's like when you go to a restaurant, even if you say like. Um, there's pickles on this and I'm allergic to pickles and you say I'm allergic to pickles just to be sure that they do make another one. Like you can't just say like, Oh, there's pickles on this. I don't want pickles. I don't like that because they're going to say, well, just, Hey, just, um, just, just wipe them off, wipe the pickles off. And so you have to kind of, it's kind of like a built-in thing that you have to tell a white lie. Yeah, you can't wipe off Social Security. Yeah, you can't, you can't. So if you really want a burger and you know it in your heart that you want a burger, you have to tell the white lie that you are allergic to something on the burger because that's like saying like you're late for work because you have diarrhea. Nobody's ever going to question your diarrhea. There's that was no- a much better analogy than the burger one. They're both fine, but no one's ever going to question your diarrhea because I'm not going to be like, bro, tell me more about your diarrhea. You just go, okay, you could come into work a little later because you have diarrhea. Just wipe. So I think this was unfortunately a circumstance where somebody wanted something at a very low price and they were going, well, the only way that I know that I can get it at a lower price if I give you this and then repeat to you over and over that it's a used shirt. Well, it didn't work. <laughs> Toddy just stood up for a second, got in a soapbox for two minutes. Yeah, that's all I it liked was. that. That was fun. It was a white lie. I believe so, too. We all tell white lies sometimes. But, I mean, no. it just made me so, like, why? Yeah. Why today, of all things? Yeah. But the item in question was that 90s champion reverse weave sweatshirt. Yeah. We've seen a few throughout our time. I love them. Um... Not much really else to say about it. It's a shirt that's heavy knit. It's and a real used cozy. shirt in this case. A uh, used shirt. Come on down to Brick Body Kids. We got used shirts. You want a shirt over there? Used. You want a jacket? Probably used. You want Toddy or me? Used for sure. If you want a shirt from the 1970s, it's used. It can't be not used because it's old. Yeah. Unless it comes with tags where it's on a box. And that's a whole other thing. That's a whole different thing, but not this one. It's used. Yeah. But where did I find that sweatshirt, Toddy? That's the question? Yep, going right into it. The 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 thrifty trivia trivia question is where did you find that sweatshirt? Where did I find the This is a game of where do you think I found it? Well, we there is no the way a listener would be able to guess. <laughs> I mean, you can. Okay, give it to me. What if I just do this? I don't say the name of the of the place and I just say if it what brand of store it is. Uh A a Goodwill uh-huh. in Falls Creek, Pennsylvania. Okay. B, a Salvation Army in Aliquippa, Pennsylvania. C, a Savers Thrift Store in Erie, Pennsylvania. Savers. Ooh. Or D, none of the above in none of the above. 
Where did I find the reverse champion reverse weave sweatshirt? A Goodwill, a Salvation Army, Salvation Army, a Savers, or something different. Um, I don't think it's Goodwill because I think maybe if it's at a Goodwill, that was like a yeah, it's a normie piece of clothing, and normie clothes go at Goodwills pretty quickly. So I'm not going to say that. Salvation Army seems kind of fun because I know you do a lot of uh, racks shoppings, uh, buying uh, vintage clothing from uh, racks stores as opposed to um, outlet bins. Um, so that one's likely, Salvation Army. Um, sea Savers in Erie is fun because we've, uh, we've made some trips around to find some clothes, been to Canton sometimes, um, got yelled at, um, by somebody for um, wanting to talk about us going to Canton to my face. Um, I'm going to say it's not it's not C, it's not A, it's either B or D, so I'm going to go B, Salvation Army. The answer is A, Goodwill in Falls Creek, Pennsylvania. And I was completely wrong. In Falls Creek, Pennsylvania, folks, if you don't know, it's in the middle of nowhere. I'm sure you're not sure where it is. No, False Creek, I don't even know, and I live here. North Central Pennsylvania. It's uh, right by a couple county, or bunch of Pennsylvania parks, like state parks. Uh, Hole in the wall, right next to an A&W, a Long John Silver's, and an adult toy store. Is the A&W Long John Silver's in under one house? It's a combo. Oh, there's only a couple of those around. There is one neck near us. Yeah. And yeah. the other one is in Falls Creek, Pennsylvania. The one, the A&W Long John Silver's restaurant, semi-near us, is the place I started to learn how to drive. Really? In that parking lot. That's crazy. And A&W, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not too many of those around. Um, my, I'm 32. I think it was, I was, I think I was 18 when I got a car. I think it's a, it, at the time it was 16. You had to be 16 to drive, but I waited till 18 because I didn't have any money. Um, and I was my driving instructor was named Jim Miller. And this is how our driving tests went. Sounds like a Madden created character. Basically, it was. Um, he sat in the passenger seat, and his driving school was he would pick you up at your house. And then I thought we were going to a driving school, but he picked me up at the house and then said, well, start driving. That's what I did for mine. I think it's a very common thing. You just go driving. I was so like, what? So he's like, yeah, just start driving the car and I'll sit here. And so um, we would drive to that parking lot from where I grew up and then back. And I was sweating bullets every time because I just went on the road and I was like, I've never really done this before. Mine, but then here I am today, huh? I would pick me up and take me down 51, which is pretty much a highway, yeah, to Bell Vernon, which is 30 minutes away, and then back again. That when, was did, it. when did you, when did you have your first car? 19. 19, yeah, yeah. same, same. I bought there. one real cheap, yeah. I had a Mustang, white Mustang convertible. I had a 2010's Mitsubishi Endeavor. That that 2010 Mitsubishi, your first car, is better than my current car. So uh, yeah, it's a lot to, lot to unpack there. Um, so no points. 
for me. Toddy said, check your privilege. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It has 110,000 miles on it. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, All right. To, uh, so, no to points. Fourth part of this part. No points. So, I have nothing here going into to act two. Um, we have a skit for you. Yeah, we have something planned, I bet, for act two. Um, so, here, I'm going to ask you. I- I'm going to tell you about... Uh, uh, well, I'm going to ask you a question after we get into our last piece. And our last piece is something that we collectively, just like Collect Shirt, we wanted to collectively relive. Now, um, yeah, so we, as uh, I guess young professionals, we sell on eBay, we sell on Instagram. We also sell on Depop, another application, and we did live events to, to sell the pieces that we uh, bring on to the show as well. But with uh, the pandemic, we have just had to do uh, more bulking up on uh, online. So um, Depop is uh, a place we do it at. So this story, this listing, comes uh, not that not that long ago, um, and I. Um, um, or you're playing yourself. Yeah, I'm going to play myself. Because you handled this message completely by yourself. I handled this message uh, completely uh, by myself. And it is uh, somebody was looking to buy a vintage 40s, 50s World War II U.S. Army field jacket. And I have a question for you. Yes. Ready? Yeah. For WW2 field jacket? Yes, but what do you mean ready? Plus ship. Question mark. Question mark. I mean, the jacket is still there? So we are absolutely reading the conversation <laughs> that we have. It is. When would it need ship? Where would it need ship to? Indonesia. Unfortunately, we do not have the means to ship it to Indonesia right now. I'm sorry long pause for dramatic effect please unfortunately we do not have the means to ship to indonesia right now sorry sorry please i will pay the shipping fee two weeks later ready bro and that all was the response i literally said unfortunately we do not have the means to ship it to indonesia i'm sorry the response was please and then a copy paste mocking a copy paste mocking where he said exactly what i said unfortunately we do not have the means to ship it to indonesia right now sorry and so he had mocked me and i thought of the uh spongebob meme where you say something and then somebody does the bending over weird eyes spongebob meme typing things in lowercase capital letters so i was openly mocked in this message the only other explanation for that would be he copied my message meant to paste it on another message and then hit enter but he copied my own text pasted it in the same window and then hit enter and then after that said sorry enter please enter i will pay shipping fee enter and then 18 weeks, respond. 18 weeks, which is two weeks after we went through that and I did not respond. Two weeks after that, he just sent the message saying, ready, bro? And then nothing. And then nothing. Radio silence. 
So um, that's Toddy getting fully mocked. That's me getting fully mocked, and this user is 05 Thrift Shop, and the bio reads, Vintage finds from Indonesia, everything I sell is used clothes. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. No, it's not. I Is uh, it? Yes. Oh, that's my That's what it goodness. says. Vintage finds from Indonesia, everything I sell is used clothes. So bringing up that reverse weave champion sweatshirt that you talked about when somebody said they are- Everything I sell is used clothes. And somebody said in that champion sweatshirt, your piece that you talked about on the show today, that they repeated used clothes over and over. And I said, it's a, it's a farce. They're, they're, they're saying they had diarrhea. That's what it was. Like, that was the example I used. (laughs) So that was also a fake seller from Indonesia, just like this one was. So, my question for you. Where is Indonesia? No. Okay. Based on the item that we talked about, the vintage 40s, 50s, World War II U.S. Army field jacket. Now, on the show... We have a piece. We talk about a piece, and then we ask each other a question about uh, uh, the piece or a the piece-adjacent question. It was really f- hard finding World War II inf- trivia or facts information. Without dying. Without just feeling like garbage for saying any of it. Um, but I did find something specifically about uniforms. So that's, that's what I'm going to ask you today. The standard and most widely worn U.S. Army field tunic of the war was the M41. What was it better known as? So the standard and most widely worn U.S. Army field tunic of the war. What was the most common one? What was the name of it? A, a Holland sweater. B, a Parsons jacket. C, H, Hinkle, Jersey, and H is a capital letter, space, Hinkle, Jersey. Or D, I actually am going to do it to you again, and it's none of these. It is that would none also be fucked up. of the above. So once again, the most standard army-filled tunic of the war was the M41. It was better known as what? A, the Holland sweater. B, the Parsons jacket. C, the H, Hinkle, Jersey. Or D, None of the above. What are your thoughts, Shane? Parsons jacket's interesting because you see army people dressed up for army stuff, but like a banquet or something, and they look like priests a little bit, right? But is that a field jacket? Gotta think not. Mm -hmm. Um, Could Parsons maybe a last name maybe, though? Could it be a jacket named after someone? No, because in Frosty, the I don't I am trying to sing Frosty the Snowman in my head, but I'm just singing Frosty the Red Nosed Reindeer. That's different, and it's really messing my brain up. That's a different they song ask, about Christmas. They Both ask, very well loved, though. They ask, they say Parson Brown or something. They're not talking about a man named Parson. They're talking about priest ass Brown. Mm-hmm. So I think they could call it a, a Parson jacket because it makes them look like a priest. But is that a field jacket? Gotta think not. I'm going to go with my gut and just say that. B, Parson's jacket. Well, that was a roller coaster. That was like me deciding I'm not and then doing it because I'm just going to go with that it. That was a roller coaster because you brought out B, Parson's jacket. 
casting that out is definitely not the right answer. And then at the end of that, you merely went, yeah, so I'm going to go with B, Parsons jacket. Yeah. Very Scorpio Jer- energy. Jer- <laughs> Jersey C seems also plausible. A seems vaguely plausible-ish. Yeah. Uh, but World War Two, the U.S. mainly fought in Japan and East Asia, and Holland just isn't speaking to me because that's Western Europe. Yeah. Um, so, so you're going to go B. with B? Yeah. Okay. So the standard and most widely worn U.S. Army field tunic of the war was the M41, better known as what? A. Holland sweater, B. Parsons jacket, C. H. Hinkle jersey, D. None of the above. You said B. Parsons jacket. The correct answer is it's B. It's the Parsons jacket. Let's go folks and it was based on a last name really yeah i wasn't fucking around there (laughs) um so holland sweater uh so hinkle parsons and holland were um i don't know if they'd known each other but there was all different things um in that line of work that were named after one of them and parsons was the parsons jacket holland and hinkle just something else just they were named for something else. So I was like, Holland sweater seems fine. And I was like, what if I put H Hinkle? Just for fun. Yeah. What if I put H Henry Hinkle Jersey? Hinkle. Yeah. Howard so, Hinkle. So you have a point. You are going the only the one. You're the only one going into break with a point. And coming up next for act two, something a little bit different today. Something fun. Um, within the past year, Mr. Jokes, Steve Whalen, a pal of mine, um, lived up in New York, super funny guy. He had passed away, unfortunately, and a little while ago we did a project together. Uh, I guess you could call it a podcast, but it was called Slices of Life. I just recorded a bunch of interesting sounds, I suppose, and then he would make a joke as an intro to these episodes. So I'm going to share one of our episodes that we put together from Slices of Life. I haven't decided what, but you'll hear before I decide because we're pre-taping this. So that will be act two today on the episode. In our third act, once we come back to the live broadcast, you have the opportunity to point put that point on the line to uh, award yourself three points if you do get it correct if you say i'm keeping my point i have only one question left so i can tie you forcing what we call a shane point which shane when shane is on the episode there is a special tiebreaker rule that only applies if you play this game with shane so there's a lot to discuss there's a lot to discuss over break but stay tuned this is thrifty podcast yay Hello, listeners. I'm Mr. Jokes, and welcome to Slices of Life, Todd Tondera's audio scavenger hunt of sounds and stuff. Today's episode will prove to you fans that from pain comes pleasure. You know, I tried to do a gig for a glass company. Yeah, they could see right through me. For those of you into startling annoyances, here is nine minutes of glass breaking...
That was your daily slice of life. Do you have some sounds you want us to hear? Do you want your sounds to be featured on an upcoming episode? Submit your sounds and stuff to slicesoflifesounds at yahoo.com. Hear you later. So we never talked about maybe one of the biggest mysteries. We've talked about people talking with us and our exchanges and what we have told people and what people have told us. We haven't talked about the big eBay mystery yet. And oh, penis pills. It's Yeah, it's penis pills time. So back in Act 3, we're going to talk this. about, we're going to hash out two sides of one penis pill story. Welcome to Judge Judy. And I don't think, honestly, probably the truth is somewhere in between. Um, or not. I don't know. So I will say my piece. Uninterrupted. And then I will let you say your piece, uninterrupted. <laughs> Couples counseling. Yeah. Um, so it was probably late night when I went on to because Shane and I share the Brick Body Kids eBay account for sure. We share that account. Um, and so you'll you'll probably catch us looking at some weird stuff. You know, sometimes we talk about it, sometimes we just don't. Um, it, it was like somewhere between like 7 p.m. and like 9 p.m. Like not too late, anything like that. And I go onto uh, onto my phone, onto eBay, and there is a uh, recently viewed category on eBay. So you could see, yeah, what you like clicked on, or it's just clicked on, right? Yes. It's just clicked on. Okay. Um, so yeah, things that you have clicked on. So I can see what Shane clicks on. He could see what I have clicked on. So sometimes we'll be like, oh, I saw you're looking at that, and then we talk about it. Well, I had signed onto our eBay account and realized that there were a um, – Somebody had looked at some form of sexual uh, enhancement pills, which no shame there. There's no, no problem there. And I believe one of them was some type of, yeah, it was a make sure this guy stays, stays, make oh, sure right. that, that this guy could uh, perform at sex good, better, maybe better than he has. And one, it was two bottles. And the second bottle seemed to be like an energy an energy for sex. So basically they were just two bottles of sex pills. So I saw that and I thought one of two things. Shane clicked that by accident. Or two, Shane didn't click it by accident. Both of those, none of my business. So I said to myself when I saw that, I said, I'm never going to bring this up. I'm just not going to bring it up because it's either he clicked on it by accident or he didn't. In either way, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. It's none of my business. And that's really the end of my part of it. That's really my... Um, well, it ends when Shane brought it up to me, I'd say. And then I told Shane what I just said. I saw that in the recently viewed and thought you, Shane, looked at it. And I promised that I wouldn't say anything about it. And that's it. It's mine. You could say yours. Also, I was accused same week of having a hickey on my neck. Go on. And it wasn't a hickey either. <laughs> I have a, I have a yeast problem in my sweat that sometimes when um, yeast collects, it doesn't for some reason go back into my skin correctly. So it leaves me with red blotches called tinea. So I actually have a skin disorder. Uh, I didn't have a hickey in that particular area. Go ahead, Shane. Go ahead, say your place. <laughs> Christ. Go ahead, uh, say yours. Me, the night before I brought it up to Toddy. Which, part two to that, why would I bring it up if I had looked at it? Continuing onwards, it's about 2 a.m. Night before I bring it up, I see him in there. 
had two bottles just chilling uh mainly because i was doing one of my things at night at 2 a.m where i just look at like hockey or whatever i'm interested in that night i was looking at nelly shirts so i looked up some nelly shirts was just putting some of my watch list and then i clicked back to go to the main page to look at the recently viewed to make sure i had all the ones that i wanted to make sure i had my eye on the fourth thing on that list was rhino brand sexual energy pills the one before that was around the same thing, different brand. And my thoughts in my head were, Toddy definitely clicked on this. Uh, I don't think he did it by accident, because you just don't get to that point on eBay where you're just looking at that. It's not like YouTube where like one, to- one second you're watching a food video, the next one you're watching a dude covered in whipped cream hitting his dick off something. So I'm like, okay, Toddy's doing whatever. Maybe it's just like putting something in the recently watched just to be funny because we've done that before. Uh, I let it sit for probably a day or two. Uh, pretty much am in here that day and I go, hey, Toddy, what's the deal with these uh, sex things? And you go, I was going to ask you what the deal was with the sex things. And now we're here. And that's how we got here. Uh, so in conclusion... Toddy definitely clicked on them, and Toddy definitely looked at them, if not by accident, if not on purpose. So that's your case. That's the case. Okay. Well, I'm going to play. I'm going to try to play um, the most evil person to play, and that is a centrist, someone with no opinion but giving one. My centrist take on this is absolutely one of us clicked on them, right? Sure. I think it's been I think it, it's been discussed that both of us admittedly did not click on that on purpose. Regard it was clicked, let's say it's clicked. It's clicked. It's a, it's, it's been viewed. It's been viewed. Now a bunch. Maybe. But I think regardless if it was you or me, it was by accident. Um some case in point here case in point if i was looking for enhancement pills uh one of my friends from new york sells them bootleg sick and i would get them from him pretty crazy scheme going there when you have a guy for something i have never purchased anything from him i'm merely saying if i was looking for that time that kind of time that type of time I have an outlet for that, and it would be my friend from New York, and he would ship them in a plastic bag. When Toddy wants to go jackhammer mode, he calls his guy from New York. Yeah, basically. And I, but I've never, I've, well, I've Toddy never. Toddy wants to blow his pelvis out. I've. <laughs> see, when you take a, if when you take a Ryan from New York pill, you're, yeah, your entire coccyx yeah. is broken. Yeah, for sure, but. In 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 wrapping this up, I didn't click on it on purpose, and I personally do not think that I even clicked it by accident. I purposely do not think that I even touched the damn because thing. I arrived at the eBay account, and it was clicked. It was there. It was and I arrived at the viewed. eBay account, and it was clicked, and it was there. And what was? And this could be rhetorical, or you could have an answer. I don't know. Because I know the answer. I do. I know the answer to this. Um, 
so recently viewed had two bottles of penis pills. And things you click on uh, appear in the recently viewed. To the right of the penis pills that were clicked on, what was the first two items in that recently viewed list? Not a fucking clue. Hartford Whalers merchandise. I genuinely guarantee you I did not look at them. I'm not saying you did. I also don't think it was Hartford Whalers merchandise. It was. No, it wasn't. I think it was college stuff because you were looking at college stuff. Oh, oh. We're pointing the finger back. Oh, I, I don't see. think it was Hartford Whalers stuff because I was looking at Hartford Whalers stuff after that. And during it. I was not. And during it. Mm-mm. So not only are you now claiming that you did not look at the penis pills, but you're now claiming that that evening you did also did not look at your favorite hockey team on eBay. I literally said at the beginning of this whole spiel that I was looking at Nelly t-shirts. At 2 a.m.? Yeah. Well, I only you, go on eBay at 10 a.m. and 2 a.m. At 2 a.m. you did that. I, me, Toddy, saw that at 7 p.m. through like 9 p.m. that night. It was there. Which means you probably clicked on them. Which means I could have clicked on them. So that's it. That's the mystery. So nobody knows. But I will say... Everyone I, knows it's coming now. It's not on... Pre- I don't believe... I'm coming because I bought Rhino brand penis pills. And then here we are. So let's <laughs> hop into our last segment of the day to figure out who wins the episode. We're looking at vintage versus modern. And for new listeners of the show, vintage versus modern, we take two of the items, one each. We take two of the items that we talked about in the show. If they are a representation of vintage, we use them for vintage. If they are a representation of modern, we use them for modern. And we find their counterpart on eBay.com, the website, and discuss which value is higher. And that's what we ask the other person. So vintage versus modern. I myself will be going first, and I'm going to use the Olympics. Now, we talked about the Olympics in Act 1. Now, a little caveat and maybe a Shane rule to this whole thing is the jacket that we talked about in Act 1. It's the 1992 Olympics jacket that we listed on our very own eBay. So I did not use it because at this point, I'm sure we kind of have the idea of what that looks like. So I went ahead and I used something from the Olympics and it was from the Barcelona 1992 Summer Olympics for vintage. And for modern, I used something from the 2018 Olympics. And these are exact eBay listings. So vintage versus modern Olympics. Vintage Barcelona 1992 Summer Olympics men single stitch t-shirt white cotton vintage. So again, vintage Barcelona 1992 Summer Olympics men single stitch t-shirt white cotton vintage versus the modern New with tags, 2018 shirt, Winter Olympics, size small. And again, the modern is new with tags, 2018 shirt, Winter Olympics, size small. Vintage versus modern. What do you believe has the higher value? I think I was looking at Olympic stuff a couple weeks ago. Because I remember seeing some Barcelona stuff and then going, damn, why is this so high? And shipping is in with both of these two. Yeah. I want to go out and say i think i know what barcelona shirt you're talking about because i might have looked at it 
like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, like the penis pills time. I there. did not look at the penis so pills. You, so you looked at you. them then. Okay, I go on. I did not look yeah. at the penis pills. I don't need them. My dick is on the ground. Uh, <laughs> it's wow. erect. It does not need it. Wow. Uh, I think it the Barcelona shirt, the one I have in my mind, was like a all-over print double-sided one. Mm-hmm. And that was like 80 bucks. Uh... You always try to get me with the new with tag shit, but I don't think anyone cares about the 2018 Olympics anymore. I think the modern is 23.75. Okay, so you're going to go vintage? And the vintage is like 80 bucks. So you're going vintage? Yeah. And with this, are you No. risking the point? No. You're not risking the point. No. Okay. So if you get this right, yeah. You have won the episode before yeah. my question is even out. Yeah. All right. Let's see if you did it. So, again, so Shane went vintage for the win over the modern. And once again, the vintage will go with that price first. The vintage Barcelona 1992 Summer Olympics men single stitch t shirt white cotton vintage with shipping is $48. Okay. And 25 cents. So, so for Shane to get this question right, the value of the modern item would have to be below 48.25. How are you feeling about your pick now considering it's uh, it's about $32 less than you thought it was? Yeah, it's still expensive though. That's 48 bucks. Mhm. Uh if I think the if the modern one's more expensive, you left out a detail or something. Oh, or they left little, out a detail. A little, li- little lying here yeah. coming into play. A little cheating. Mhm. I'm confident. Okay. Well, the modern, new with tags, 2018 shirt, Winter Olympics, size small. Has to be lower than 48.25 for Shane to win the game. The modern, 24.99 brick body Shane Becker. I think I said 23.99, which is cool. You said 23.75. Oh, okay, cool. So you were only off by a buck and some change. So Shane, you have one the episode so this opportunity now is just for a flex i'll give you two points if you can guess both the prices within three bucks of them oh a little shane stip added yeah just for fun okay so i've lost but i'm not i don't want to pitch a shout out here i'm saying if you guess both the prices within three dollars of what they are you'll hand it to you a second okay so vintage versus modern what am i up to we talked about uh the coat that fits around ankles earlier. Ankle fits in, fat, ankle fitting coat. And we have vintage FW Virgin Wool Tweed Wool Coat 70s Extra Small Size 2. And in the modern category, we have a Clem's Pink Doll Wool Coat Doll Coat for Dolls. Doll Coat for Dolls? Yes. Okay. Doll coat for dolls. Got it. So the vintage tweed wool coat from the 70s or the doll coat for dolls, which is also wool. Can't be the doll coat for dolls unless that's why you put it in there. So that's always a fun part. Um, so vintage with that. Could you repeat the vintage one again? Vintage is vintage FW version wool tweed wool coat. 70s extra small size 2 
extra small size too. Okay, well, I'm going to say that one is going to be the vintage one. I'm going to go with modern on this, flat out, period, modern. I'm going to go with the vintage. I think the price is going to be, yeah, let's say let's say $24.99. The modern, I'm going to go with 30 bucks even, so it's very close, but I'm going to hand it over to Mr. Modern to see if I could get a point. I've already lost the episode, but I'd the love that point. Modern coat, you are going with modern, correct? Yes. Modern coat, 30 bucks with free shipping. So I immediately got that right. You got the price right, but you need to get the other one right to get the second point. Damn. You need to get both of them right, remember? You didn't sure. get it right yet, is what I'm saying. Yes, I understand. The other one has to match the same price. I understand. The vintage FW version will tweed coat 70s extra small size 2 goes for $38.50. Oh, so I got the price point on but the modern correct. Before shipping, 25 bucks. Sure. So you got the price right, kind of. Well, I got everything else wrong. I got the point of the game wrong. Yeah. So I got the price point for the modern piece pretty dead on. But unfortunately for me, not only did I lose this episode because the answer to that question was flatly vintage, I have been shut Skunked. out. Goose egg. Skunked. Dormy hold. Um, so I, I completely sucked eggs on this episode, which is a, which is a shame. But Shane... Uh, victorious here. Fans yeah. of Shane Becker, that's three straight. Three straight Shane Toddy Becker hasn't won wins. in a Shane and Toddy episode in three straight games. Tough, because if this was a professional sports series, usually it's best of seven. And if we had started at best of seven, you would be leading the series 3-0. So that's not very good for me. Well, come back next week and see if I sweep them. Who it is very good for, I'll tell you, uh, some folks. Oh, shit. Who do we got? Our sponsors. Our whole sponsors. It's all good. It's always good for our sponsors. First and foremost, Commonwealth Press. Tell me about them. If you go to CW Press right now, cwpress.com right now, and use promo code THRIFTY or THRIFTY PODCAST, you get 50 shirts. And How many of them are free? You get 12 free shirts in an order of 50 shirts. So you got a ton of shirts. Toddy, are these shirts soft? Oh, they're the, they're the softest shirts in America. I say that. They don't. But they're the softest shirts in America. So if you have... I understand with p- the pandemic going on, there's not a lot of live music, which is terrible, and it sucks, and venues are suffering, but that's just kind of the, the scope of the situation right now. But if you have a band and uh, you're looking to make some T-shirts to maybe hold you over till cross your fingers the pandemic ever uh ends you could go to cwpress.com and get some band merch get some printed out merch and we mentioned layla earlier in the episode who helped us out with brick body kids ebay posting today layla uh fan of the show friend of ours she uh the design she did for the thrifty shirt we got those printed out through cwpress.com commonwealth press also steve barris of bluffs bluffs.bandcamp Dot com, alternate reality, the theme to our show for many reasons. Also, something you've never seen before, the theme to Act 1. Thank you, Steve, and all that you do, bluffs.bandcamp.com. So, Shane, you skunked me here. Um, it's starting to pour down rain outside. It sounded like the whole entire building was falling down. And I think my cat pissed in the front room. Always clean up your piss, folks. And get roached.